record, bro. We we live. We're live. Wait, we're live? We're live, bro. We're live. Oh stop. All right. Wait, man. Woo! Hold on, let me dust off a little bit. <laughs> uh, they can't they can't see my background. Hold on, y'all gotta see my background. This is part of like who I am. Hold on, let me right. see. Hey. Me too, man. It's the office, if it's messy, right? it's messy. You know what hey. I'm saying? Like if it's messy, it's messy. Sometimes it is, man. That's 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 just real life. Uh, oh, ooh. Already dropping the gems. Come on. Come Look on. at that. <laughs> my boy got the books too. Oh, you know, I, I got, got you. Know, I got the books. I got the <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Hold on. What am I reading? Oh, I just got done with this one. This is good. Oh, Extreme I like ownership. I like that. you read that one? No, I have not. Oh, I have not. I, dude, I've heard about this? that one, dude. Fire. So I don't know, man. Like, we don't even how do we start this thing? Like uh, I mean, podcast and yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we kick it off, man, with, you know, coming, I, I guess, <laughs> introducing ourselves, man, and telling everybody the name. I mean, you came up with the name. So I, I think it, I'd be doing a disservice if I was the one to introduce the name of what we're calling our, <laughs> our get together, brother. So, so go, let's, let's go ahead and kick us off with, with, with how we got here. All right. So basically what this is, guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, <laughs> what this is, is we're going to be effing stuff up. Let's go. All right. Hulk smash, baby. Effing stuff up. And basically what that is are four Fs, right? We're going to be mm. talking about our faith. We're going to yep. be talking about our family. We're going to yep. be talking about fitness and then yep. finances. So what's up? That's what it's all about. We're going to be rocking and rolling. Uh, just going to include everybody into the journey and just be as real as possible, man. We don't know where, where this is going to lead to. Right. We just decided to just try it. Yep. <laughs> We're like, you know what? We talk too much about this on the download. Like, let's right. let's put this on the Zoom, bro. Let's record let's this. Like, let's go. Let's, Come on, let's man. Let, let's let the people know who we are, brother. Let, let you know? know who we are, man. So tell, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself who, for those who don't know you. Yeah, absolutely. So right now, I mean, I'm the uh, national sales director for Cycle Bar. So I've been in the fitness industry now for probably 15, 16 years. Um, I started off as a janitor actually mm. at world's gym in orlando where dexter jackson used to work out ronnie coleman used to work out there um and i started off as a janitor and i was just cleaning machines i remember just cleaning the machine right next to them just watching them work out like Ooh. seeing seeing ronnie coleman just bend the iron bar like um and that's kind of where my journey started man and the one thing i'll never forget that he told me he said uh young man he said uh it's not about the weight that you lift uh-huh. It's about what you can control. Oh. I said, oh, man, because <laughs> I was just so fascinated with how much weight he had on there. And you already know he, he lives right. ridiculous. And he's like, it ain't about the weight. It's about how you can control it. Right. And it just and just left me with that. And I'm over right. here like 15, 16 years old, like with my mind blown. Like, um, but then from there, just, you know, just transitioned over into management and doing big box gyms, boutique fitness. I mean, you name it. I've done pretty right. much everything in the fitness space. I've been a trainer, group exercise instructor, done massage therapy. I mean, was a, was a sports therapist, stretch therapist for the Miami Dolphins and some of their players and, uh, you know, just all over the place when it comes to health and wellness, man. So I think uh, that's just a little bit about myself. I'm a, uh, a husband. I have two children, two daughters. So a uh, man of faith as well. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, man. What about Nate Strong? 
Nate's strong, man. Thank you. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you asked, brother. I mean, <laughs> you know, my 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 journey has been has been a crazy journey, man. You know, when I, when I look at it, I almost feel as if I've lived multiple lives in this one lifetime, which which is a blessing, you know. And, and you know, you talked about faith. I think faith is something that's really strong for me because even when the world has drifted me away, man, my faith has always kept me grounded. And it always brings me home and it always brings me back to the same place. You know, um, I, too, you know, have been in, in the fitness industry since I was, I mean, honestly, it's my first real job. You know, I'm 36 now. I, I got into the business when I was about 17, um, 18 years old. You know, I started off at Vitamin Shop, funny enough, which, which was attached to a gym in Ohio, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, or the suburbs of Cleveland, Ohio, Willoughby, to be specific. Um, and basically, man, I was, uh, I was, uh, the gym guy, you know, I, I loved watching everybody. I love, I love trainers. I love the attention that the trainers gave to the clients, but most importantly, uh, and truthfully from the vanity standpoint, I love the attention the trainers got because it was like, man, you know, these guys got it, got it going on, not just, from a, <laughs> not just from a physical aspect, but you know, they actually knew how to operate within that equipment and operate within that facility. And that, and that to me, honestly, amazed me, man. So I was the guy at the vitamin shop who would go over to the trainers all the time and just pick their brains, pick their brains, pick their brains. <laughs> um, funny story, you know, being in the vitamin shop and, and working out somebody who worked out quite a bit, you know, I was approached by the trainers general manager for a company called body of change. And he's like, Hey, are, are you a trainer? And I'm like, well, no, but I would love to be a trainer. He's like, well, you look like a trainer. Awesome, man. Do you want do you, do you want to be a trainer? I'm like, yeah, what do I need to do? You got to get certified. Boom. And that guy put me in, in my first class to get my first certification. Uh, and then by my 18th birthday, dude, I was actually a, a personal trainer, you know, for, for fit work. So that's how I got into the business, got into the gym business. I started off as a, as a trainer. Uh, and funny enough, man, like I always thought personal training for me was never really like work, man. It was like, it was like purposeful. And what I mean is every single day that I went to work as a trainer, it was never about the money. It was about actually being there and the experience. And I would explain it to my wife, you know, and I, I've been married for 15 years. Um, me and my wife are high school sweethearts. I would explain it to her. She'd be like, are you, are you making any money even as a trainer starting <laughs> off? And I would be like, no, I'm not, but, but I'm, having, I'm having the absolute time of my life, you know, and the gyms just for me, was a place that I would spend all of my time anyway. So if I could be there and actually getting compensated at the same time, you know, it was a win-win. But when I say, you know, I live multiple lifetimes or multiple lives in this lifetime, should I say, you know, that's, that's where the business side comes in, right? Because passion is great, purpose is great. And that drives you, that gets you out of bed. But when you have a family and I have four children, you know, reality starts setting in. And you're like, wow, okay, well, this is fun, but I have to make money, right? So how do I make <laughs> money? <laughs> You know, yeah. so that's when the business came in and I got into sales uh, within fitness. And I was actually very fortunate to do very well as a personal training salesman to turn into a personal training sales director, turn into a personal training district sales director to running multiple organizations, multiple clubs, should I say, to being able to get to, you know, executive level sales where I'm actually running organizations and teaching them the sales process and how to and how to basically do that in the downline. Um, with that being said, though, you know, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. And I really wanted to, to push myself, you know, fitness was great, but when fitness turned into just being about sales, truthfully, the passion for me kind of, kind of escaped out of it. It was like, okay, well, you know, I got into this for helping people. It was never about the money. I, I literally loved being here. Then, you know, 12, 13 years later, I looked up 
and I wasn't even in the gyms anymore. I wasn't in the studios anymore. I was in a corporate office flying around and I was literally (laughs) not, not doing anything fitness related, only talking about money, 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 money. And I'm like, man, I'm talking money, 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 but not about my money, about their money. I'm making millions of dollars. Um, but, but never, but never being able to eclipse that certain glass ceiling, should I say that I always felt like I was at, uh, with all those organizations and, and, you know, grateful for the experiences, uh, but always wanted to push myself to see how can I get that for me? Um, and I, and that led, that led me to my next endeavor where I left the fitness field. I went into the insurance business, um, and the insurance business, for those who don't know, it's a doggy dog world. You know, it's like either you figure it out, (laughs) either you figure it out or you lose everything trying like that. That's, that's literally how that works. Uh, and you know, I had tried several different times to, to be an entrepreneur in the fitness space as a younger man. Uh, and I failed miserably to go back to a job, to try to go back to a job, fail miserably, go back to a job. So this was one of those times where I told myself, listen, if I can't make it as an entrepreneur, I'm just going to get a job. I'm going to accept the fact that I'm not an entrepreneur and I, and that's, that's going to be my life, but that's okay too. Like, I don't think that people have to hold themselves to any certain standard just because it's cool to be an entrepreneur doesn't mean you need to be an entrepreneur. If you're not an entrepreneur, then don't try to be an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? So that was, that was, that that, that was my, that was my mindset. I was like, this is, this is, this is reality now. You know, my kids are getting older, you know, I'm in year 11 at the time of my marriage. You know, thankfully my wife has stuck with me. No problems. Every time we made it to the top and I decided to take the leap and I'd lost everything. That's a real one, bro. That's a real one. That's a real one. It is, man. <laughs> you know, and that, that was a cycle. Unfortunately, I repeated quite a bit. You know, I really did quite a bit um, until this last until this last endeavor. You know, this last endeavor, I got down to my last leg, and I tell people all the time. You know, when going into the insurance business, I got to the point where I got fifty. I had fifty five dollars in my bank account, and I had to make a decision. You know, was it time to pack up? Was it time to to, to go back and get a job and ask for a bailout from, from family? Um, or, you know, was I going to make it work? Was I going to dig in? Um, and I did, man, you know, through the power of connections, <coughs> you, you know, I got connected with, with, <laughs> with the right people, dude, at the right time. I dug in, literally dug in. I, I, I gave my life to the business, so to speak, you know, for two years and my life changed significantly. You know, I put myself in a situation where uh, I had never been before financially. Um, I built a residual income that I'm still fortunate enough to be reaping the rewards from today uh and and everything changed for me you know and that and that was the good wow. thing you know but, but but you know here's where the journey turns right here's where the journey turns just like in fitness when you know I went to the executive level and I made all the money and I wasn't I wasn't in the gyms anymore now I'm traveling around shaking hands kissing babies but I'm not actually doing anything fitness related I found myself lost and empty even though I was making what yep. people would consider good money right well, you know, last year I, I had the ability to, you know, kind of take my take myself back and you know, didn't have to grind 100% hard. I got to spend a lot of time with my family, uh, support my wife and her dreams and helping her build her business, which is phenomenal, you know, it's, which is a blessing to be to be truthful. But I realized that chasing money is not it for me anymore. You know, I, I did. I realized that, you know, it was great that I was able to accomplish that. You know, that gives me the confidence to know that, hey, Nate, you do have what it takes to be an entrepreneur, 
but you need to be an entrepreneur in a space that actually gives you purpose, not an entrepreneur in a space that just gives you a paycheck. Yeah. Just because, um, right? Yeah. Just because, you know, just because yeah. you can do it, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. You should. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and yep. if, you know, if you don't, if you don't a hundred percent believe in what you're doing, um, then I, then I believe that you have, you're doing yourself a disservice if you keep doing it, you know? And, and what I learned, what I learned is because I felt paralyzed for a long period of time, you know, a lot of times people say you're held back by your failures, you know, your failures hold you back, your failures hold you back. Well, I would beg to differ, you know, because for me, my failures always push me forward. I failed. I was like, man, I got to figure this out. I failed. I got to figure this out. The biggest thing that's held me back to date has been my greatest success. And, and the reason behind that is because once you hit a level of success, the world starts to tell you that you can't get that level of success anywhere else except for there in that particular in space. that lane, that lane. Right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, it t- and it tells you. If you got this, you better hold on to it because if you let it go, it's gone forever. Mm -hmm. And that level of fear and uncertainty can control you far greater than any failure ever could. And and that's where I found myself at for about 18 months, paralyzed, stuck. My own success had now prohibited me from from, from excelling uh, until now, you know. It's like self-imposing. It is, man. I had to ask myself, you know. I had the mindset of if if you don't pay me a certain amount, I'm not doing it. If you want me to talk to you, you better pay me. If you want me to teach you guys sales, you better pay me. If you want me to work you out, you better pay me. And I realized that that mindset that I had established in the professional environment was actually making me a slave to the industry, right? Uh, because that means that I, I I literally assigned a price to my name. It's like, hey, if you if you got the right dollar amount, I'll dance, right? <laughs> But no, yep. no, no, that, yep. that, that, that's not the way to live, man. And, that, and that's something that I learned the hard way. Uh, that's a quick way to feel unfulfilled, right? So my new model is this. Um, if I'm not willing to do it for free, if I don't wake up wanting to do it, feeling that it's in line with my purpose, I'm not doing it regardless for any price, for any price. And, and, yep. that's, how I, and that's how I've been living, you know, for the last year. Um, I've been in contact with lots of different people, man, seeing how I can help them, how I can provide value. And the crazy part is, and here's the crazy part, um, when you do that and you actually provide value from a genuine place, then people actually want to give it to you. They want to they want, they want, want to bless you because they want you to be able to continue yep. to do that, right? So, you know, the salesman is no longer a salesman. It's crazy. I developed a, almost 20 years selling people things <laughs> to find out to be the best salesperson, you don't have to sell anything. You just have to offer Absolutely. value. That's, That's it. Right. That's, That's it. Right. You just have to offer value, man. So, so here I am today, you know, um, transitioning from where I was to, to the man that I am standing here and finding myself crazy full circle back in the same space that I started because I know my true passion is, is in the fitness space. I want to be able to inspire people to live their best life, period, you know, mentally, physically, financially, yep. emotionally, spiritually, I want to be able to give that to the world because I feel, I feel like that's my gift, you know, and, and the world will have you fooled. And this is where I'll, I'll leave on my intro. It's a long one, but the world, the world <laughs> will have you fooled thinking that if you're going to inspire people, you have to show them your best self, right? You have to, you have to put on the facade of that you're being perfect. Um, but that's not real, man. I think any great Oof. leader, any great leader can actually inspire people far better by being open and honest about their shortcomings and how they overcame that um, than pretending as if they don't have any, right? So here I am on social media on every platform, fully exposing myself, 
I want the world to see because, you know, it's not do it this way because I'm great. It's do it this way because I did it the other way and it hurts. And that's how it looks on that side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. how it looks on that side, man. But that's valuable yeah. though. That's valuable. That's it, man. Right? man I'd pay for that. Friend. Right, right. You I, know would what I mean, too. I would too. I, I really like, would. I, I would pay for that. I'd pay not to get hurt. You know, yeah. trying new things or trying, but some sometimes that's part of the process, though, right? Like you just got to do it. Like you, you got to learn by experience. I, I don't think, you know, and it, it just it just builds you up, right? That resilience, like it builds that resilience in you. Is like where okay. I know I've gone through X, Y, and Z, so I know that this is going to be no different. Or right. if I if I knew I did go through that, that I know I could go through anything moving forward. But well, well, it's, man, you know, it's, it's it's crazy you say that because a wise a wise person told me this, and and you know what. You would think, what I'm about to say, you probably know, but unless you think about it, you really don't know. And what I mean is there's two ways as human beings that we learn, right? And one way, just like what you said, is through experience. The other way is through the reading of books. And, and the reason why I say that is when you read books, you get to take on other people's experiences, right? Yep. So you don't have to experience it if you're already taking it on because your mind, your subconscious mind knows no difference between what actually happened to you or what you're putting in your mind through reading or even watching television. So I can live those experiences and not have to necessarily live those experiences if I'm actually reading about those experiences. You know what I mean? That's right. and, and, and that's what I've been about. Dude, the last 18 months, it's crazy. I tell people all the time, you know, I have, I have literally two degrees and a master's degree, but the last 18 months of just reading consistently, I've read every single day. Uh, my, I have a library in my bedroom. I also have a full library downstairs because I just buy books are my thing now. I don't really watch that much television, but I read every single day. And what I've learned from reading is actually far superior than what I ever learned from any education. It, it's, it's, it's the craziest thing ever. You know, I think oh, education, 100%. education's guided, you know, they want me to learn a certain way to stay in a certain lane, but when you're reading, right. you got, you guide your own knowledge. You know what I mean? And that's powerful, bro. That's powerful. Yeah. You're, you're tapping into some other stuff right now, right? Like when you, when you start talking about the education system and that whole, that whole academia, like that's a whole different animal. I mean, you know, I could tell you this, man, I've been through college and all of that. And I could tell you that what I'm doing this, this day and age has nothing to do with anything I learned in the university, nothing or nothing. high school for that matter. <laughs> like if right. I had to go back, honestly, like if I had to go, if I could go back and I, I could tell my younger self something, I would tell myself to get a hundred percent submerged into sales, like a hundred percent, just learn everything there is about, uh, about sales, get the fear out of you early and yep. take risk. Cause right. that's one thing I, I think that I didn't do a lot was take risk. I was always so conservative with my approach, like got to get a good paying job. That's a nice yep. salary. And it's like, yep. and, and it has, it checks all the, all the boxes off, right? right. Like right. you got health benefits. Do you have a 401k? Do you, cause you got a family now. So you gotta start thinking about that. Like, well, you course. know, so, and <laughs> those are the things like, and it's like, man, what if you just take some risk? And obviously there's calculated risk that you gotta take. Right. I think, I think we learned that throughout that process of, of course. what it's what it's like to just go after entrepreneurship just because versus right. a calculated <laughs> risk taking, right? Like it, it's completely different. But right. um, dude, I don't even know where to start, man. Like I, I think this is just it sounds like we want to F stuff up, right? Like That's we it. are just effing stuff up. Um man, and we're trying to figure this whole thing out honestly just trying to put it out there as a podcast put it on youtube 
and all that good stuff. So if, if by all means anybody can help us out out there, shoot us a message. Let us know how you can assist. We're here to help as well. We just want to pour out as much knowledge as we possibly can. Um, I think we've both lived 50 lives combined, <laughs> to say the least. Um, right. But yeah, man, that's it. Like, you know, we just sharing our conversations. Really, I think there's just enough value in our conversations alone, alone that will just just blow people out of the water, right? Like, yeah. I've never I, even I thought about that. I mean, because right. it happens to me while we're talking. Right. So, right. well, dude, it's, it's just like what we said, you know, it's like, it's just like reading a book, you know, it's like having it, what I've learned at, about what I've learned is crazy because I, I say this every day, dude, the more I learn, the more I realize I, I don't even know. Yep. But, you know, what I've learned is that every conversation you have, every book you read and every television show that you watch, you, you're allowing yourself to be some way, shape or form programmed. And, and what I mean by that is, is that persuasion is how the human experience exists, right? Um, think about it, man. Like you didn't know that you liked the color blue until somebody showed you the color blue. You didn't know that you wanted a, a sleeveless shirt until you saw somebody having a sleeveless shirt, right? Oh, you call you call you, oh, you calling out the flex, bro? You calling out the flex? Come on, bro. You didn't you didn't even know you wanted that until, oh, let, me, until let, me get, let me get a pump. Let me get a tricep pump. Hold on. Let me get a tricep pump. Hold on. Uh, right? Ah, get some dips on my on my computer chair real quick. Get it in, bro. Get it in. Get it in. <laughs> but listen, I mean that that that's literally how how we learn. We learn yep. through we learn through you know experiences, but we also learn through the connection we have with other people. It's like wow, you hear an Absolutely. idea, and you you can either accept that idea and now it's your truth too, or you reject that idea and you want nothing to do with it. But you have to make a decision. So once you hear something we're saying. You're going to stand on one side of the fence. You have no choice. It's, you can't unhear it, right? It's like Pandora's box. Yep. It's, it's like what I feel about, you know, the experiences I have with jobs, right? And I think that's why I always say protecting your mindset is so important because once that creeps into your mind that you're not doing the right thing for you, you can never unfeel that way. <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing yeah. you can do you know what i mean yeah. so the best you could do is you know that's why i say a salesperson the first sale you have to make is yourself you have to convince yourself you're doing the right thing but if you ever 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 feel like you're not doing the right thing it's over at that point you might as well pack the bags it's, yep. it's done you know yep. it's, it's done so that's what we're so, doing man yeah and you're right and i you know it's funny you say that that the first person you have to sell is yourself because I had to do that. And I think I came to the realization of that uh, about a year and a half ago when I had to transition out of, right, that industry of, of uh, the insurance industry because I, I couldn't sell myself on what I was doing, right? right. I couldn't. I, and I tried, right? And I tried. And I think you can uh, be oblivious to certain things and you can be kind of ignorant to certain things. But right. at the end of the day, the one thing that drives me is purpose. And, um, and I needed to feel purposeful. So coming back into the fitness industry uh, was probably the best decision I, I ever made. I mean, it's right. it's where I thrive, right? Like this is this is me. Like this is who I am. I actually want to help people. You know, I actually want people to be healthy. I want the majority of Americans to be healthy. Like that's that's what I I I, I just thrive off of. Um, right. You know, and people feel that. People feel that, and they're like, yeah, you're you're in your space, man. You know, like this, this is your, your, your genuine for real about this. Right. Um, I just get so passionate, right? Like people are like, is that real? And then the more they get to know me, they're like, oh, this is, yeah, this is just Jeremy. Like right. he's like this all the time. <laughs> like, you know, and <laughs> it's, Seriously. it's the truth, you know, like I, I haven't found anything I can back. It's almost like 
you found out you were good at fitness, but then you also found out you were good at sales and you're just right. like, well, I guess I can help more people by just selling more or teaching others how to sell more. So I right. guess I'm indirectly impacting more people. Um, right. But there's nothing like being on the front line and being one on one with somebody and so on and so forth. But sometimes you're tasked with a bit more because to whom much is given, much would be required. Right. right? And you're given that talent and that gift to impact so much more. God actually starts expanding your territory, if you will. Right. right? And sometimes that's not all what we want. It's like I like I want to be on the front line. I want to be the one training this person. I want to see that person's transformation. But now it's like where you're managing individuals that actually can um, that get that started themselves. It's it's a whole different dynamic than it is, man. Than what you think about when you first get into the industry. You You know, know? but you know, it's funny that you say that because when I first got into the industry, you know, the guy who basically transitioned me from being a personal trainer to a personal training salesman, you know, Craig T. And you know, Craig, um, dude, he told me that Craig. Yeah, he literally told me the same line. So this was back in Ohio. You know, we're in Ohio. We're in. Oh, now I know why you like LeBron James. Now I know why you like LeBron James. Come on, bro. That's my. That's my. That's my. That's my hometown. You know, (laughs) I'm. I'm a. I'm a younger man in my early 20s, and dude, I'm just passionate about helping people. Truthfully, like I. I didn't even care about the money. Like I always knew, and my heart of all hearts, that if I'm doing the right thing, I'm going to have enough. And through the grace of God, I've always had enough, dude. Like even if I have, it wasn't doing well. I always had enough. You know what I mean? And, you know, Craig, Craig told me, and it was yeah. a very, yeah. very good way to look at it. He told me this, he said, you know, you can spend this year and you can work hand in hand with 20 people and, and you can make an impact in those 20 people's lives, you know, and you really can, you'll, you'll be able to see it every step of the way you'll hold their hands. That's great, man. And, and if that's all you want, kudos to you, you know, and he said, or, or you can meet every single gym member that comes into this gym. And what you'll actually do is probably help 200 people. You'll assign them to a trainer who's going to then be the one that only works with 20 people. And you'll have much more of a greater impact on a larger scale. It's like, it's really up to you. You make more in sales because you're having a larger impact on larger sale. Or you could just what? do it This is Craig. This is Craig. This is what he told me. This is what he told Yo, me. Let's call Craig up, man. <laughs> what? Dude, it's what he told me. Oh, man. And that, that, dude, that is how I got into sales. I never was into sales ever until that conversation. Um, But the reason that I say that is, and I say this often, you know, because I never want to present myself as anything other than what I am, man. I'm I'm a faulty man who's trying to be great. Um, But every 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 single time that I lost my passion because I was just selling, 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 it's because I lost, I lost focus of my purpose, right? Meaning, you know, it, it stopped being about making that impact for 200 people. It started being about just the metric, the number, the number, the number, the number, the number. Um, and that's what made me, that's what made me lose it, man. So I think, I think there's two ways um, that an individual who's in that certain situation like myself could never, even if you have all the talent in the world, if you don't have a purpose, you'll, all, you'll still lose it while you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, like me, you know, I could be number one in, in the company. And then all of a sudden just be like, you know what, what am I doing with my life? I'm, I'm, I'm over this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yep. But, but there's two things that I could have did differently that I should have done differently that I will be doing differently now, you know, regardless of the opportunity. And one, it's always going to be connected and grounded with why I'm doing it. Right. I want to give back to, to the individuals on a personal level. Um, and that's why I say, 
you know, if, if I wouldn't do it for free, I just wouldn't do it. So I'm helping people every single day right now. You don't even, you don't even understand. People are texting me as we're talking. I got about six different texts right now where people are That's saying, awesome. they're, they're sending me their meals. They're saying, is this okay? This is what I'm working <laughs> out. How many, how many calories? Because I, I never want to forget why I'm doing it again. Right. So I'm, so I'm helping these people. And, and again, if these people want, want to want to have, you know, they want to hire me later on down the line, if they, if they need more additional help, I'll be available for them. But it's not even about that. It's about me staying connected to why I'm doing it. And then secondly, you know, I think journaling is very important. You know, every single day when I wake up now, mm. you know, I literally write down my purpose. I write down what I'm grateful for, but I'm also writing down what I'm working towards and why I'm working towards it. So I don't forget because the world will get you confused, man. You'll start chasing the wrong targets and you'll, you'll, yep. you'll look back and you won't even know how you got to where you're going. You know what I mean? Yep. So I believe, I yep. believe if you could, if you could keep yourself grounded and not let the world take you like that, take you for a ride in the roller coaster, man. Um, I believe that you can stay intentional in what you do. And, and even if you excel at a greater level than you ever expected, uh, you'll be able to, to, to maintain that long-term because you'll know why you're doing it. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. Wow. That's good. Good stuff. Man, so be here for uh, it. <laughs> like, dropping bombs, baby. I love it. I love it. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, yeah, man. Just you know, I think this is going to be great for us, dude. I, this is we've been wanting to do this, and I think we hold the same values. You know, we um, we just want to help people. We don't mind sharing our information. It's like, and we genuinely, genuinely want to see other people win. It's like, yes. Go win, take this, run with right. it, right? You don't owe me anything, but other than making an impact and paying it forward, right? Like that's, that's it. That's what drives us. And it's like, we're here for the taking, honestly. Like Never at this asked. point, at this stage in the game, it's time for us to, to come for the taking, like put it all on the table, come for what's ours, what's owed to us, because you know what we're going to do with it, man. We're going to do the right thing. We're going to do right, right thing by people. We're going to do right thing about the information, about the resources, the support that we get, all that. We're going to do the right thing by it. And uh, it's time, you know, like we almost been getting in our own way. Like how many years has it been that we've been trying and we, we would start an idea, stop an idea, think about an idea, brainstorm about an idea. And it's like, that's not it. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not it. You know what it's I mean? Been, like, it's been it's been at least four four or five years of of, of this straight straight <laughs> up straight up like Dude, we got straight. app idea this idea that idea and it's like they're all great ideas but it's almost like we come to the realization where it's like what if it was up to us to share it with the world to see if there's somebody out there that wants to pursue the idea right, right. like we're the idea right. creators but somebody else satisfies them and fulfills them and we're just here for support. Right? right. Like maybe that's our impact, dude. And this whole time I mean, we're thinking that we had to be the runners. Right. Well, and, and, and I think sometimes, man, at least for me, you know, I'm always appreciative of all the experiences because sometimes, you know, and again, being a man of faith, man, I know that if it hasn't happened, it's for a reason. It's because maybe I wasn't ready. Right. Like I that's wasn't right. ready. And then also maybe I didn't have the right intention. Like we're thinking of all those ideas in, in the back of my mind. Even at that time, I'm thinking, OK, that's great. Well, how much is that going to make me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, here, and, here's the, and here's the truth, man. Like where I stand right now, I have so much faith, dude, and so much bold faith that that doesn't even cross my mind. And, I, and I'm not even saying that to sound good, you know, or, or even sound better than I am. Because, you know, when I used to be sales directing teams, I would have individuals on my team and they would tell me like, 
I'm not money motivated. And I would look at them like, you are full of it. Like you're lying. Why are you? <laughs> but, but, here, but, but here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. At that point in my life, I just wasn't ready to accept that message. I wasn't ready to accept that people can really live for a purpose greater than trying to make a dollar, right? Like I wasn't ready. It wasn't, it wasn't the fact that they were full of it. It was the fact that I was ignorant to that that's a better way to live, right? And that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now, dude. I want to be of service. And I truly believe, and I read a book called The Millionaire Mindset, um, changed, my, changed my perspective because I didn't realize even reaching a level of financial success that I still had a poor person's mindset. And here's what I mean. You know, The Millionaire Mindset points out that, uh, and T. Harvey Ecker, he, he wrote the book, but he points out that poor people and middle-class people genuinely think that rich people are rich because they're bad people. Like they're rich because they cheat people or they're rich because they did something that, you know, they wouldn't do, or they're rich because they got an opportunity that this individual doesn't have. Now T. Harvey Ecker, he proposes that that's not true. And what he says is maybe five to 10% of rich people are scumbags. Maybe that's true, right? <laughs> but the reality is, and we've all seen people get high success, lose everything, right? We've seen people reach it to the top, the Jordan Belfers of the world, you name yep. it, you know, the, the Murdochs, you, you name it, dude, they get high success, they're filthy rich, they got all the cars, you read about them 10 years later, they're in jail, or they've lost every single penny. T. Harry Ecker says, yes, there are people like that that exist. However, he says 90% of people who are wealthy, they're genuinely good people because the key to being wealthy is to be able to not have money, but maintain your money. And if you can maintain your money, that generally means that people willingly give you money. You wouldn't willingly give somebody money long-term if they turned out to be a bad person, would you, right? So what T, what T. Harvey <laughs> Eckers, what T. Harvey Ecker says is that poor people and middle-class people, they convince themselves that people who have what they don't have are people that they don't want to be. And the reality of the situation is if you really see it that way, even if you don't consciously know it, but if you subconsciously see it that way, do you, would you really strive to be somebody that you don't want to be? Right. Would you really, yeah. would you really push yeah. yourself to, to obtain something that you're telling yourself is bad? It's like, you know, I'm a good person. I'm a man of faith. I want to be rich, but all the rich people are really bad people. You know what I mean? Which, so would you, yeah. would you really, would you really push yourself? So he says, what we do is we, we subconsciously make it so we can never achieve that because we're telling ourselves in our head, although we're saying verbally, we want it. We're telling wow. ourselves in our head that we don't really want it. And I had, I had to open my eyes, man. I had to say, man, I do that. I'm like, I literally do that. Like I'm thinking about it. I do that. I've been doing that my entire life. Like, why have I been telling myself these people have more than me because they're scumbags, except for, rather than accepting the fact that maybe my view is bad. That's why they have more than me. You know, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I literally, I literally changed my view, man. And just like what you said, you know, I generally, gen genuinely want to see people be successful. I couldn't, I don't know if I could have honestly said that five years ago, I could have said that I don't mind other people's success, but their success would instantly make me think, well, where's mine? <laughs> you know, I'm glad, That's true. I'm, glad That's true. I'm glad you did that, but where's mine? I don't think that yeah. anymore. Man. Now, now I can see somebody's success and I can say, man, that's awesome, dude, but I'm happy with what I have over here. <laughs> like I'm good. <laughs> I'm yeah. great. You know what I mean? And that's a yeah. whole different level of peace, bro. I'm telling you, it's a whole different perspective. Oh, that, that is, I mean, you, you, you said so much there. I, I don't even know where to start with that because it's, it's, it's so profound and people spend almost an eternity 
uh, a lifetime, you know, figuring those things out. And um, here we are in our, in our thirties, you know, capturing these gems. And it's like, I think that's what drives us to do things like what we're just doing right now and starting this and feeling that conviction that we have to, you know, it's, right. it's cause it's just sitting there and it's like, it's, it's like selfish, right? Like you right. told me earlier, it's selfish to even hold on to these things. And that's exactly right. what that is because, you know, like I said earlier, to whom much is given much is required. So if we're given all these, all this wisdom and knowledge, we got to share it because otherwise people to. perish without, you know, with, with the lack of knowledge. So we have to, dude. You know, oh. and one one thing for me that I've been I've been chasing my entire life. It has never really made sense until until now. But it's crazy because just like I said, you know, the definition of sense that I have now, I could promise you, if we talk six months from now, it's probably going to be different. However, you know, I've always said that more than anything, since I was a since I was a child, I wanted to leave a legacy. Like I wanted to leave a legacy. That that's all I cared about. When I was a kid, I thought that meant I had to go to join the army or be a cop and need to save lives. And even if I died saving lives, I was good with that. Like I just want to have a legacy. Like as I as I grew yeah. up, I started to believe, well, if I want to have a legacy, then I need to make stupid amounts of money and you need to see Simpson all over all these buildings, or I or I already don't have any legacy. Like but now with this level of understanding that I have, dude, true legacy is being able, for me right now, is being able to serve people and, and make an impact in their life. It has nothing to do with how much money I have. It has nothing to do if I die in combat or if I save a life, actually, like actually save their life and lose mine. It has more so to do with, did my existence here today on January 28th, 2022, make somebody else's existence a little better and if it did i'm creating legacy i have a partner you know who i work with in the business in the insurance business and i saw myself in him he's like a year he's like two years behind me in the business and i saw the same pitfalls that <laughs> i was stepping into i saw this guy stepping into the pitfalls man now the old nate would be like man this guy can actually make more money than me like i don't want to i don't wanna help this guy make more money than me why, why do i want to help him make more money that's ridiculous, that's ridiculous. Yeah. The new Nate said, the new Nate said, man, listen, I see exactly what he's about to do because I did that. Let me go talk to him. Let me go talk to him. And some of the best feedback I get on a daily basis is him telling me, man, my situation right now is so much better. I'm living life the way I want to. I'm financially set. My kids are taken care of. My wife is set just because of the information you gave me. He, he even tells me this verbatim. It's one of the best compliments I got. Like, I almost feel like God connected us because you lived this life two years before me and you just literally gave me everything that you went through. So I didn't make those mistakes, dude. That to me, that's legacy, bro. That's legacy. That, that, that's what I'm here for. But you know that's what I mean? legacy, that's, that's impact, you know, and it's like, it's so true what you're saying, man. And, and we measure a lot of times society tells you to measure your, your level of impact or your legacy based on how much you have. But right. when really legacy is all about how much you give. Right. And uh, come on now, you know, you don't know, have a little something, something for you today, bro. I, 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 I ain't come, I ain't coming bare bones, bro. I, you know, I'm, pull, I'm pulling out my pockets right now. We're getting late. We're getting late. Um, <laughs> but it's true. It's like, how much do you give? Right. And that's what real legacy is. And it's, I, I almost, and I couldn't term it. Right. But I knew that that's what I was doing throughout my tenure in leadership and in management, because I always felt that, when you're in leadership or you're in so, some sort of management that you're tasked with 
you know, doing everything in your power to ensure that everybody around you that, that interacts with you is equipped for success, right? Like, right. and that required right. a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, I'm a hundred percent all about being a servant leader, 100%. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's about how much you can give. And that servitude is really what just allows there to be a platform for somebody else to catapult into who they need to become. Right. right. And it's like, it's like, fine, use me as that, as that, as that uh, platform, like, let me right. launch you into who you need to be so that you can go out there and make great things happen. Because right. you know what? Your calling is different than mine. And I'm not going to be equipped to do those things. And I'm not blessed right. with certain gifts or things that are going to help me satisfy those, uh, that, that assignment. You right. are. So let me, let me pour into you what I can. I know we're divinely, we're divinely meeting. So I'm going to pour into you all I can so that you can run with it and be equipped. So, Dude. man, that's, that's, that's crazy, man. I mean, it, it's crazy because, you know, for me, it's something that I was in leadership for a long time and it took me, it took me a long time to truly, to truly understand that. And I, and, and I don't, and I don't think a lot of people in leadership, I'll be honest, you know, and I could be, I could be wrong just talking from my experiences, but I don't think a lot of people in leadership truly understand what you just said, you know, and, and I, and I could say that just from our experiences working together and being, you know, with you in leadership and hearing even how people would, 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 would make comments about the way that you're doing things and thinking that there has to be something else behind it. It's because we see the world as we are. And if we're not like that, then we just can't accept that somebody else is truly like that dude. But there's so much value and so much truth of what you said. That is a real leader, man. There's been so many times in leadership where it wasn't about my team. It was about me, you know, and, 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 and don't get me wrong. I, I could put the facade on and not take the credit and say, Hey, it's all about the team. But at the same time, every move I made was to position myself. And yes, if I could position other people at the same time, it was great. Um, yep. but, I, but I really, yep. but I really, but I really feel like you don't get to that next level of life, that next level of leadership, and even having the ability to ever have a legacy until it's no longer about you. And I actually sent that to my, I sent that to my boy today, man. I told him, you know, I, I don't worry about money anymore because I'm, I don't live my life for me anymore. And I said, you know, that to me is the ultimate test of faith, the man in bold faith. I said, when I live my life for myself on a daily basis, I was always concerned about what I was going to make, how I'm going to make it, who's going to give it to me, what I need to do, because it was all about me. But when it's not about me, that pressure is off. You know, I'm, I'm really looking for who I can impact and who I can help. And I'm really having the faith that if I'm doing the right thing by the right people on a daily basis, I will be provided enough, dude. And I'll tell you what, God hasn't let me down once, dude. You know, when I made the decision, right. I made the decision because I, I didn't align with how things were going, that I was going to take my foot off of the gas and not be the number one producer at the last place I was at. You know, a lot of people say, well, what about money? What about money? What about money? I said, well, I'm not worried about money. You know, like I, I have the confidence in my own ability and I also have the faith to know in the worst case scenario, I'll be okay. Because listen, my, my track record speaks for that. <laughs> you know, like yeah. my track, my track record has shown me that, you know, my, my creator has shown me that like worst case scenario, you can get a job. You're going to be great. Best case scenario, you're going to step into your new self. Why would you not take that risk? You know, mm -hmm. why would you not? And, and that's what it's about. Like once I made it not about me anymore, then all of the confines that used to control me, you know, that society uses to control people, 
it, it, those, those shackles were broken, man. And I, I look at it just like that. It's almost like you're, you're entrapped in, in the rat race. And, yeah. and that's exactly what, and that's exactly what it is until you start living for the right reason. And I think that's when new opportunities open up, new partnerships open up, you know, the ability to get on this call that we've been trying to get to yeah. for four years opens up, you know, it's because crazy. guess what? Cause guess, cause guess what, man? Like, you know, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's an old version of me where you would be like, Hey man, I'm free at this time. And I'd be like, great. But then a money opportunity would come up and I'd be like, bro, I can't do it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I got to go chase the bag, man. But, yeah. but there's no more, there's no more, there's no more chasing the bag for me, dude. Like that, that, that's, that's not happening. You know what I mean? Someone said it, it was like, you know, chase influence and not money. I forgot who, who was it. I think it was, I don't know if it was Warren Buffett or someone, someone said that. And that stuck with me because it's like, because money chases influence. So if you mm. chase influence, right? Money's by default going to follow. Mm. But if you chase money, you lose your influence, right? Mm. So it's like, and it's all perceived value. Let's like, let's right. be real. Like apart from us all agreeing that a dollar is a dollar, no it work. doesn't, there's no worth <laughs> to it. So, right. it, and the fact that you and I agree that it's a dollar because it said so, and we've been conditioned that way. Anything else outside of that, there's no value to 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 verify or validate its worth like it's just a piece of paper right and dude. people go to war for this thing they kill for kill this for thing mm. they they mm. destroy we others for it, for it. we yeah. cheat for it like bro it's like literally the love of money is the root of all evil right like when you start sacrificing for money because that's what love is if you look at christ if you look at jesus an ultimate expression of love was him getting on the cross and dying for our sins so if we know that love is sacrifice, then sacrificing for money is you having love for it. And mm. the love for money is the root of all evil. Right? Mm. Like it's those sacrifices. And that's what society, if you really look at it, the matrix, right? The whole the whole rat race, that's what has us conditioned, is that we're we're conditioned to sacrifice for money. And we believe that that's okay. Oh, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, like. <laughs> Come on, bro. Dropping bombs on them. Bro, because when you think about it, like, that's all we're doing every single day. We sacrifice our time. We sacrifice. You know, there's so many things that we sacrifice in exchange for money. Right. And, and, right. and, and in essence, what that, what that really is showing is that we love money more than the things that we're willing to sacrifice for it. That's exactly what it's showing, man. And truthfully, that that's that's what changed my perspective. You know, like when I when I when I took it when I when I took a step back for the first time ever. Keep you keep you in mind, dude. I've been on the we've we've been married 15 years and I'm blessed to have a wife who sticks with me even when I get lost into the world and, and get on this rat race and trap, you know, because hey, we we think that we need to do it. But when I, when I took a step back and I realized like, man, you know, my oldest is six foot four now, dude. Like I, how did, yeah, I saw. How, <laughs> how, how did, how did that happen, bro? Like, how did that happen? I was, I was just working every single day. You know, all my yeah. kids are, my kids are, my kids are getting so old. And I'm like, man, I have literally, I have literally sold all of this time for, for mm -hmm. what, you know, for, for what, and don't get me wrong. We, we have to, we have to make a living. We have to make it. We have to earn. However, we don't have to do it by any means necessary and we don't have to sacrifice ourselves to, to, to get it. And I think that's where, that's where society gets us fooled in thinking that, 
you know, if you're not yeah. busy, busy, and they say busy being under Satan's yoke, if you're not busy, Ooh. then you're doing, then you're doing Ooh. a disservice. You're doing a disservice to your family, you're doing a disservice to yourself because real hustlers are busy all the time. Man, that is the biggest joke in the world that, that you have to be busy all the time because you could be busy doing absolutely nothing. There's so many people who are busy and they're still living paycheck to paycheck, right? They're not, they're not, they're not, they're not getting ahead. They're just distracted, like literally. Yeah. Seductive and, distractions. Dude, that's it. You know, because think about it like this. And, and I think about it from my perspective. When I didn't have a different relationship with money, nothing changed. And what I mean is I made $50,000. I lived paycheck to paycheck. I made $100,000 and I lived paycheck to paycheck. I made 130. I still live paycheck to paycheck because yeah. all that happens is if your relationship with money, your money increases, your spending increases, you're still yeah. broke. Yeah. <laughs> nothing changes. Your, your habits don't change. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, nothing changes. But what, dude, but I also realize, and me and my wife, me and my wife talk about this all the time. I'd say, man, I look at a few people in my life that I know, and I'd say they have never came close to my earnings. How do they have so much more than we do? I don't understand. Like literally, yeah. Nicer car, they they own a house, you know, they they got so much more. They never came close to it. They have a different relationship with money. They don't see it the same way. Because just what you just said, you know, money's not real. The relationship that we assign to it and the value that we believe it has, that's what controls us, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, and that's just it. So my perspective now, and this came from dude, so many books that I read that I should have read a long time ago, even though I know they're great and I've heard about them, I just never read them. But rich dad, poor dad, you know, he, he says it best in this book. You know, if you're, if you're always working for money, then you'll always be on the rat trap and you'll always be broke. Right. And that's where I, and that's really where I adopted the philosophy of, I won't do anything that I wouldn't do for free. Because if you're, if you're willing to put yourself out there and serve for free, be available for free, what happens is through our creator (laughs) who gives us all of these blessings opportunities come to you because yeah. you're doing things for the right reason and you're, you've removed yourself from the trap. Somebody can come to me right now and say, I'm going to give you $200,000 a year. I just need you to commit all of your time. I would have to say, no, why would I, why yeah. would I do that? Is that, is that worth? is that, is that, was my life really worth 200,000 a year? Like, is that what I think I'm worth? <laughs> I think I'm worth far more than that. But even if they offered more, the time is our, is our most precious commodity, dude. Like, if, if the clock stops right now for me, all the money I earned didn't mean a thing. All the sales records don't mean a thing. Nothing means a thing. Only, yep. thing, only, thing, only thing that matters is the legacy that I leave. Was I able to touch people? Did I make an impact? More importantly than making an impact on the world, which I truly want to do, but did I make an impact for the four children that I have who, who rely on me for that? You know, I was just, just going to say that. Because yeah, yep. if, 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 if I'm out in the world trying to serve the dollar, right? What time do I have to make an impact here? And it was funny because in my last organization, when they called me up and they were telling me, you know, you need to sell more, you need to sell more. I should say my current, you need to sell more, you need to sell more. And, and, they, and they said, well, what about, they literally said this, what about being an example and showing, you know, showing your kids that you're, that you're, that you're grinding so hard. And I said, man, I, I don't think that you have kids. And so and he, the guy who told me, I said, well, actually I don't. I said, well, that's clear to me because being an example has nothing to do with grind more, grind more. Being an example sometimes is being there. Yeah, that's 100%. He was, spe- he was, he was speechless, speechless. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy that you say that because like when you talk about impact and all your accomplishments and achievements, like the people that you love the most or that you're doing it all for, it does, it does nothing for them. Right. 
right? Like those right. accomplishments are actually more so to fill you than they are to fill anybody else. Like 100%. if we're going to get real, you know what I mean? 100%. Like your, your kids have no idea how much you sold. They have no right. idea how many plaques, unless they count them. They have no right. idea, you know, what any of that means. Okay. Yeah. A million dollar producer, but what does that mean? Right. Right. Like what does that entail? They can't even fathom what it, what it takes to even get there, but you being present, that's a whole different story because now you're going to be walking with them through life, showing them those things, right? Like right. that is so much more impactful. It, um, is, man. it is. It hit me the other day when my daughter was like, she goes, um, I think I was on, on my way out to work and she goes, Bobby, I want to, uh, I'm going to pray to Jesus that you get a lot of money. That way you never have to work and you don't have to leave us. Mm. And I'm just like, whoa, like that put that put everything into perspective for me, because this whole time I'm thinking I'm doing this for y'all. Right. But they don't even understand. Like, that's not what's most valuable to them. Right. It's me being present. Right. Me, me playing with them, me being, you know, creating memories. That's something that I could never replace. You know, my first my first multi-unit role at UFIT Health Clubs. I missed all of my first daughter's milestones. I missed her first walk. I missed her first uh, her first word that was said. Like it was recorded and sent to me, but right. I wasn't there, right? And, right? and I'm like, oh, but this is what a man's supposed to be about. Like right. sacrifice it all yep. and go out there and hunt. You know what I mean? And bring back That's the it. goods. Like, yep. and it's such a, a lie, bro, from the pits of hell. Like it is, you man. know, it's uh, oh man, dude, it, a it is, that's bro. a whole that's a whole topic in man, and of itself. Dude, man. It, it, it's it's so crazy because it'll show you that you got two you got two men of faith here, you know, who are talking about a very similar scenario, dude. We've lived different lives, but we've 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 both been victim of the same traps, man. Like my son, yeah. I say I say this all the time. Really, all of my kids that happened with, but my son especially had it the worst, dude. You know, when I was twenty twenty two. Um, I, I made my first six figures in the gym. You know, I was working at Urban Active in, in Ohio. Um, I, had, I had something to prove because I had just, you know, done really, really slow, you know, working in my first sales position. And then I got into a big million dollar gym, $50 million gym. Um, and, and they were paying great 10% commission. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. 10% commission. How can I not stay here all day? I worked 70 hours a week, dude. That's not even an exaggeration. And I worked seven days a week, except for sometimes I took off Sundays. Um, I didn't take any time for, for praise. I didn't take any time for, for church. I didn't take any time for anything other than selling, right? Uh, my son was on a very specific schedule. All of my kids were until a certain age. We put them to bed at eight o'clock. You know, they got up, you know, around you know, six, seven o'clock. They're in bed at eight o'clock every night. Well, I would leave to the gym by 530 so I can get my workout in. I would start work by 730. So I would never see them wake up. I would never see him wake up his first year of his life. I would get home at 9 p.m. Right. Like literally I would stay mm -hmm. in the gym from 530 to 9 p.m. Because all I was concerned about was making money. Well, I made one hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars that year, which was which was great for you know a kid in his 20s. But at the same time, I missed the whole first year of my son's life, dude, like literally. Yep. And, and the same thing happened to me that I opened up talking about. Right. What happened to me at the end of that? I quit. I quit, bro. I was like, I, I couldn't even look at myself anymore. I'm like, oh my gosh, not only was I working with these people, but at the same time to get that $10,000 bonus check, you know, we had to go celebrate too. Right. So when the, when the team went out to, yep. to party, went out to the bar afterwards, went out to dinner, I was with them too. <laughs> my family's yep. literally at, in the house 
But I'm telling my wife, like, listen, we're making six figures. If we want to keep making six figures, these are things I got to do. I got to do it. Like, I have to do it. If I can't be the leader and I eventually became the personal training director, which was one of my first sales management jobs. I can't be the leader, the number one sales guy, and I'm absent for all the celebrations. Like, that doesn't work, right? Because society would tell me if I did that, then I wasn't part of the team anymore. I want to be part of the team. So I chose mm. that team over my team, dude. Um, oh. and, when I re- and, and when I realized I did it, <laughs> I quit. And I'll tell you what happened. And this, and this will show you how the world does you, you know, because you really, you really know how people feel about you when you leave. Um, and sometimes, especially in certain situations, when you're getting oh, paid boy, that, that amount of money, <laughs> when you're getting paid that amount of money and you just walk away, they have to make up a reason, bro. They, they, they bash me. They bash my name. They said, they said yep. you know, he wasn't, he wasn't that, he really wasn't that good. You know, he was saying things he shouldn't say. Mind you, I wasn't, I wasn't, I, I really oh, wasn't. Yeah. I oh, lived yeah. there. And if I, and if I never quit, I would still be there. In fact, I know people who still are still at that job. You know, if I never quit, I would still be there. But I got to the point where I realized that I was losing. I lost myself. I realized I completely lost myself, but I was like, yo, do I really want to give up my family just to be here? Is like, is that what I'm doing? And when I realized that's what I was doing, because that is exactly what I was doing, I couldn't do it anymore. It was, it was July 23rd. I'll never forget, dude. After, after I'd been there the whole year, made all that money, I sent an email and I said, I can't do it anymore. And I, I got to the point where I was so paralyzed, I couldn't even go in. I didn't even go in. I just sent an email and they, they just responded. Um, are you sure you don't want to come in? They didn't pay me. My, they did not pay me my last check. They kept my last check, dude. Um, and I was, oh. you know, again, I, I was, I was young. I was ignorant about labor, labor laws. I didn't even put up a fight. I'm just like, wow, that's how they're gonna do me. But you know, I had, I had a lot of money in the bank though, because I made a lot of money. So I'm like, who cares? I'll just start my own gym. Um, but again, at the end of the day, you'll see who, how people really feel about you when you're not in their presence anymore. And all those people that I thought loved me, that I sacrificed a year of my son's Woo! life, I was partying with those guys. I mean, I thought they were like my brothers. Like, I literally did. The moment I quit, they bashed me. They bashed yep. me just to justify to themselves yep. why, they needed to, why they needed to continue. Because my, my decision was not rational to them. You know? Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It's funny you say that because I experienced that almost in every transition so far. That I've had actually, I just recently dealt with that, right? Uh, with with my my previous owner, um, where they 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 make false claims, right? Yep. right? To build, they they go into your territory and make false claims about you because again, you're departing. Your departure was not a rash. It wasn't concept. You know, they couldn't conceptualize it. So right. what ends up happening is to buy, to get the team bought in, they had to make it seem like you left the team, right? Like it was right. your decision to leave the team and you didn't do right by the team. And this is how he didn't do right by the team by not doing X, Y, and Z, but you know what I'm yep. going to do for you. I'm going to give you X, Y, and Z. And then he, yep. he kind of buys people back. Right. Like, right. Um, so I know exactly what you're talking about. I've, I've faced that in every position I've been in and it, but it didn't hit me until this last time because I, I it happened to me twice. When I, when I left you fit and when I left Orange Theory, in both times, same thing. The people I would sacrifice for and spend so much time with and developing them and so much and, 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 and sacrificing to where I'm like, hey, you know what? You take the day off. Let me work for you. And just doing all right. those things, right? Well, as soon as you leave, all of a sudden, you know, you're, all these random rumors start popping up. Yep. All these crazy things start popping up. And it's like, 
are you serious? Like, right. I'm almost glad I left now because right. I'm right. like, I, my goodness, I'm over here spending 10, 13 hours a day with y'all versus being with my family. Like, right. all in the, in, the, in the good faith of trying to grow this thing together. And now your real intentions show, like, I'm actually glad. I feel like I've been saved from right. you know future encounters with you like and dude it's 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 crazy man but you know what yeah. not everybody holds the same values as we do some people yeah, feel like they have to bash others to justify their own inabilities even right, right? like right it's like well i know i can never do what nate does so you know what i'm gonna make it seem like what his accomplish are his accomplishments are never achievable if you're willing to do the right thing he was doing right. the wrong thing you know what I mean? You. So it's like they, 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 they tarnish you, man. And, yeah. you know, it, it's crazy, man. So I'll, I'll well, say the two devil things. does. Uh, I, you just beat me to I'll say I'll say two things. Today, man. So <laughs> slanders. And, and, and that's 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 exactly where I was going to go, man. Like, you know, I used to I used to take it so personal. And when I was in my 20s and it happened to me and just like you, it's happened to me in every organization I walked away, yep. with, inclu- including including where I'm at now. Um just because I don't want to perform the way they perform, they start making up reasons as to why I don't want to do it because everybody knows they can never say anything about me being by the book. Cause I was always the most ethical person in that organization to the point where I used to record my presentations because I wanted, I wanted to not only show the people that I was training that you can do it right. But if anybody ever said anything fishy about me, I wanted to be able to throw it at them because like, this is a licensed position where, you know, your social security number is attached to everything you sell. So I always yep. took it very, very seriously. So they can never say anything about that about me, but it was always about, well, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't agree. He doesn't, he doesn't even agree with insurance or blah, 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 blah. But here's, here's my point. My point is, you know, that always is going to happen because every single time you make a right decision or you do something good, good is always going to be under attack, period. And yeah, what, hap- what happens is, dude, what, what really happens, we get disillusioned and we, 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 we sometimes think that our battle is with man, dude, but our battle is not with man. You know, man is always just a tool. Man is being a tool, you know? <laughs> and the, our battle is not with man. You know, a man is literally just a tool. So if we're, if we're doing something good, if the light has been put inside of us by our creator to make a move, you can expect without question that that move is going to be attacked. And just like we have, we're being used as a tool for good. The tool yep. for evil is going to be used from in, in another man, because, you know, keep in mind, dude, the devil rules the earth. That, that, that's his dominion. Right. If we're connected Ooh, with God, come that's, on that's, now. Going to, that's going to be within us. Right. So we got, we, we feel it within, within us to get mad at that person for falling victim to, to the negative forces of the world. Yeah, I think that would that would even be a mistake. I expect it now. <laughs> I literally do. I expect it. And I, I've come to get to a level of appreciation because if you're going to do that, you show me who you're ruled by. I can appreciate now that I know you. Now I know you at a different level than I knew you before. Right. I didn't know that about you until you showed me that side of you. That's OK. Now I know exactly what box to put you in. You know what I mean? Because even wow. in those situations when people did bash me and say something bad. Those who know and those who aren't of that and, th- and those that don't allow themselves to be ruled that way, they would always be the ones calling me and saying, so-and-so is saying this. I can't believe they're saying this about you. I can't believe they're saying this about you. Those, those are people that weren't ruled that way. You know? so, now I, so for me, you made it very easy. In every organization I left, including our relationship, there's always been a handful of people who are going to be my lifelong friends. Like I, I know that this is a lifer. Because we're we're made of the same, right? And I also yeah, know those yeah. other people who took the bait 
those are not my lifers. So thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you for <laughs> exposing yourself to me so I can know not to put myself in harm's way anymore and, and still feel great about the fact that I poured into that person because that, that really is not just about them. It's a testament to who I am. You know what I mean? Because that's our job, dude. If you, if you have the light in you and you go into a room that's dark, you're going to shine. You don't yeah. lose any of you don't yeah. lose any of your light. <laughs> you know, yeah. Your light's still going to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So our our job is to shine regardless. And if we can change some of those dark, some of those dark, we can change some of the dark spots to get a piece of light, dude, then, then we've done a miraculous job. And every time we walk away in every organization, and I'm sure you experienced it in your last one, there's probably a handful of people who didn't take the bait. Would probably text me like, man, this is ridiculous. Can't believe so and so said this. Oh, I know this that's not how I, true. That's how I find out. That's how I find out. And I'm exactly. like, and I'm like, are you really? And they're like, yeah, right. man. They're saying X, Y, and Z, and da 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 da. And I know, I know you would have never done. That. I'm like, absolutely not. I would have never done that. Absolutely not. I would have never said said that. Right. And right. um, you know, it, but. It's you're you're a bigger man than me because a part of me still wants to like retaliate, right? Like it's like almost like you wanna you wanna expose them, right? For the for the liars and the slanderers that they are. And right. um, but that's not our job. Like it's that's not, God's man. job. You know what I'm saying? Not, like yeah, you, you just you just hit it, dude, because we're not we're not the judge, right? We're not exactly we have to, we ha- exactly. We have to accept yeah. that because we we we're not we're not omnipresent. You know, we can't we can't truly understand how the how the darkness or how the evil one got inside of them to make that decision like yeah. we, we can't understand that since we can't understand it you know we have to we have to we have to give them forgiveness now again forgiveness and prayer does, which is and even prayer. harder you gotta Amen, pray for dude. them like say what dude. like i gotta pray right. for this person now like i dude. know you lying <laughs> but listen but but in doing so doesn't mean you have to excuse what they did right you don't have to forget oh, you don't have you word. don't have to excuse it Right. But, but you do. But you do have to let. And the reason why we have to give them uh, forgiveness, dude, is because resentment and bitterness that dims your light. Right. Yeah. Why? That's true. Why is it? Why is it? Why is it worth letting this source of evil take take me off of my track when I know there's no, there's nothing I've done wrong? There's there's nothing I've done wrong. Dude. That's why they say if God's with me. Who could be against me? If you got the light, they can't take the light, bro. Only you can give yeah. it to them. I'm not, I'm not giving it up though. You know what I mean? That's that's a great, that is a great perspective that I, I never even, I know I've never come across. Like that's, that will help me in that, in that whole like acceptance piece where I don't have to just, you know, uh, what did you say? I don't have to what? I don't have to accept. It wasn't accept. It was, uh, Oh, What'd you say? You, don't, What'd you, you, say? you definitely, you definitely don't have to, you, def- you definitely don't have to forget, man. You know, you definitely don't have to forget and you don't, and you don't have to, I, I forgot the word I used too, because it, it just came to me in the moment. Uh, just, hey, Cause you know what? It's the, hey, it's the Holy spirit, bro. Yeah. That, like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't exactly. Me, I, I, I promise you. It wasn't. That's how you we know talk- it wasn't us. Well, that's why we we're, we're recording it, it so we can go back. <laughs> it wasn't me, dude, but you don't, you don't listen. <laughs> You can you can yeah. forgive, man, but you don't you don't you don't have to forget. You definitely don't have to break bread with these people anymore. I don't know the word I use, but that, that was that was my point. My point is, is like you don't have to bring them back into you. You know, you don't have to even deal with them anymore yeah. If, yeah. if you don't if you don't want to. But to hold on to that bitterness, to hold on to that resentment is truly dim in your own light. You know what I mean? And that's what I've learned, dude. So even the people in my current situation who I felt who have wronged me, 
like I opened up this year and I extended an olive branch to them and I let them know, like, I, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's nothing wrong on this end. Like, you know, I love you. I, I hope, I hope you, I love you. I hope that you do well. I hope you kill it. I, and I meant it. I'm like, and they're like, well, I hope you kill it too. And I was like, I'm going to, it may not look how you think it's going to look, but I'm going to, this is going to be my best year yet. I promise you. And I hope it is for you too. Whatever that, whatever you want that to be. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like being as wise as a serpent but as innocent as a dove, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you know what bucket to put people in because they show you. And I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of that. Like I'm not like the, you know, oh, I love you kind of like when I hear that, I start, I start assessing your actions, right? Like right. do your, do your actions, your actions are going to tell me what you truly believe, right? right. So if right. you truly love me, I'm going to see sacrifice. I'm going to see prioritization. I'm going to see, like, I'm going to see those things, right? Like, those are the things that are going to end up manifesting because of what you believe versus right. you just telling me and it being lip service, right? Like, right. Those, those, like, and, I, and I've always been good at that where I can tell, I can read between the lines and not kind of get seduced by people's words, right? right? And just really see what it is that they're doing. And I'm like, yo, all right, that's not in line with what you've been saying. So I'm going to keep an eye on that. Like, right. um, and that's been helping, you know, but man, we, we got and, some and good I, stuff in here, bro. We do. And I, th- I think you have to do that, man, for yourself. Right. Be- and here's why I say that, because you got to keep in mind that everybody's definition is not going to be the same as yours. Right. And that, and that's okay. And that's okay. Because another level of understanding that I came to is that, and this is why I think the world is so confused. It's a whole different conversation, dude. I think the world is so confused is because the man of truth is never, is never true. Any truth that's prescribed by a man is never true. There's only one truth, dude, and that's the truth of our creator. If we live, yep. if we lean on, if that's we right. lean on any truth, if we lean on any truth of man, it's faulted. And here's the reason why: you and I can go through the exact same experience, man. We and we're two men of faith. We can go through the exact same experience. I will not experience the same way you will. So I will tell the story, and I'll be telling it a hundred percent true to me, but it will not be true to you. You'll see it. You'll see it <laughs> yeah. a little bit different. So who's right, right? Who's right? So it, it, anything. It's like that us- picture. You ever seen that meme where the they're both looking at the number six and the nine, and one standing right. on one side and the other one standing on the other? Like it's a six. No, it's a nine, and they're right. both right. But right. it's you know they're arguing like no, it's a six. No, it's a nine. And you know what dude, I mean? It's I'm all about. You. It's it's funny you say that. It, it, dude, yeah. that's that that that's legit. Like that's how it's come down to me. And I think you know if you look at the media, if you look at current political things that have happened that it has never been so obvious that another man's truth is the truth that they want you to believe is the ultimate truth, but it's not true. Right. So somebody can get on TV and they can say X, Y, and Z, and they can come back an hour later and say ABC and they can say well, I never said X, Y, Z. I never said that. Well, yes, yes, you did. No, I didn't. In their mind though, their perception, dude, they could be telling the truth to them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And hey, that happens to me a lot. That happens to me yeah, a lot with my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember saying I was going to wash those dishes. I did not remember saying that. <laughs> Dude, we get up, we, we get up in arms. Like, but I didn't, <laughs> but, I, but, but you did, but you did. You know what I mean? That's why I said that. And, and that's why I think the world is so easily swayed because society has pushed us away from, li- you know, from listening to the ultimate truth. It's almost like they don't want you to listen to the ultimate truth because the truth of man can be changed and that change can be used as control, but you can't really, you can't really change the truth of God. Like, you know, the, the truth of God is the truth of God you know well and and it also sets you free right so the right. truth will set you free and they don't want that because it, a free man is a dangerous man right, right. Uh, a captive man is not dangerous at all 
right? right? So, and that's what ends up happening is when you start allowing those assumptions to activate your 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 preconditions, right? Of what you, of re, of your reality, then all of a sudden now that they can they can condition you, right? Like they can condition right. you based on just perceived reality. Like it doesn't even have to be real. It can just be perceived. And now all of a sudden you're, you're formulating your entire reality based on that perception. And here's the thing, dude, this, <laughs> this, this, this might, this might, this might blow somebody's mind. Cause I know we're getting out there. <laughs> this, this might blow somebody's mind. Yeah. We, see, we I, like, I, we I, like, I, we, dude, we deep. Dude, I, I believe, I believe that God has, you know, keep in mind that we've been, we've been created in the image of God. It says it everywhere. Right. And, and I believe that our ultimate superpower the reason why we can manifest stuff, the reason why we're on these computers, the reason why we have cell phones, the reason why that we can create too. And sometimes men like to, you know, take it to their head and, and play God because we have God-like abilities that we've been given. But that, that all comes from our power of belief. Now, here's what I mean. There's absolutely nothing that anybody in this world, you could be a believer, you could be a non-believer, you, you can call it whatever you want, whatever name they told you, but there's nothing that you can do without belief that's why it says it so many times in the bible that you have yeah. to believe you have to believe you have to believe that's... dude you can't you can't build a car if you don't believe you can i don't care if you call yourself an atheist if you don't believe you can build a car you're not building a car bro like you can't you can't get muscles if you don't believe you can get muscles you'll never lose weight not, not believe, like these lose weight. <laughs> dude, you know what i mean so everything boils down to belief and why, <laughs> the reason why i say that is if they can get you to believe what they're telling you then it is, then, then, then it will be real to you yeah. because that, that, yep. that's how we work. That's our God-given power. And I believe the people that want to separate you from that connection, they know that too. So all they need to do is separate you from the connection and oh. have you believe what oh. they want you to believe. Oh, it's over. oh come on. Come on. Yeah. I think we might have to slow that down because we might have to slow that down because there was so much right there that I think, I think people are going to miss it, right? Where right. belief is your superpower. Bro, hundred percent. And you and they're show, using show, that. Show me, they use it against us. You show me one thing that you can do without belief. Show me one thing that you could do without belief. Nothing. 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 There's you nothing can't you even, can do. You can't even believe that you don't believe without belief. Bro, how can you? That's, that's, <laughs> my, my mind. My mind gets blown when people tell me they don't believe. I'm like, well, how how did you wake up this morning? <laughs> Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's scientifically proven that if you believe you're going to die, you die. It's scientifically proven. They, they've given you examples of people who were locked yeah. into refrigerators that weren't even cold, but they thought they were going to get hypothermia. They I slept saw that. the whole night. Yep. They're dead, they're dead yep. in the morning, right? Because yep. they, be, they believed it. So if you honestly don't believe you're going to wake up, you're not going to wake up. So how do, there's nothing that you can do. So how can you be a non-believer? It just, that blows my mind when people say they don't believe it. They're, not, they're a non-believer. How do you even exist then? I think I saw that study and it was like, it was like 55 degrees, but they told yes. the person that it was below freezing and that yep. they would catch hypothermia in a matter of hours. Yep. And the guy, I, had, I think the I saw guy, that. And the guy had, the guy had a journal the whole time. They, they actually had yeah. a, his written testimony of saying, mm -hmm. okay, the, the cold setting in, I'm, I'm starting to freeze. Yep. And, the guy, and the guy passed away. The guy passed away because he, he believed. He was gonna, the power of the, the mind, bro. The, it's the same thing when somebody comes behind you with an icicle and it says, okay, we're going to stab you in the back. And they, and they hit them with a piece of ice. That person believes that's a knife and not a piece of ice. They, they measured their brain waves. It's the exact same response as if they actually got stabbed. It's belief, bro. Yeah. It yeah. all boils down to our God-given power of belief. That's, that's something that we need to tap into in the upcoming series. Like 
we got to tap into that because that's a whole that's a whole nother i mean you know bro if we can free certain people with this thing like you're talking about you're talking about an army talk about an army of just true genuine people that are going to go out into the world that are not being influenced by evil but rather influenced by good and that their beliefs are in line with that you're talking about impact dude like whoa unstoppable bro unstoppable you know like for real and that's that that's literally i mean that's the impact that i want man like when i talk to people and even in sales organizations man like let's be honest right the reason why you are great at sales and sales leading, the reason why I was great in sales leading, the reason why you are currently in your position, dude, is because you can get people to believe your vision. If you yeah. can't get people to believe your vision, yeah. you have no team. <laughs> like, well, you know, like, but you know why though, right? It's because the vision includes their best interest. So, and, and, and they see that. So it's almost like, it's funny because my number one strength, I don't know if anybody's ever taken the Gallup strength test, but it, it, it what it does is it actually categorizes um, in, in uh, descending order, your top strength to your weakest strength. My number one right. strength is belief. Is it really? That's my number one strength <laughs> over strategy, over anything else, organization, over persuasion, over anything. My number one skill is belief. Oh my goodness. I'm just putting yeah. this all together. Let me, I think I have the report here somewhere. Um, it doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't, it doesn't surprise me, man. Dude, like, literally. I mean, I haven't taken it, but I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if that was mine, dude. Like, you know, I, I used to tell people even, even in the times when I wasn't the most connected with my faith as I should, when I, when I go back and I, and I look at my life, dude, every single one of my successes boils down to my belief, period. I, I, I used to say, should, I used to say, all, all I need to do is show up. All I need to do, it, it wasn't even coming from an arrogant place. It was literally that I believed that if I just walked into the building, it yes. would get done. Dude, <laughs> you know I, same, I mean? Yeah, like I, I, I'm the same way. And it's like, but sometimes it's a flaw because other people don't possess that. Right. And it's almost like, you're like, yo, just believe. <laughs> but, but people but can't. They right. can't. And I think, well, and I think learning how we can free them. Right. And I dude, that's going to be a legacy. Dude. Cause I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people don't want to admit that they have that much, you know, that, that much uh, power in, in, in their, in their outcome. You know what I mean? Like, is, is that simple? Ooh, that if I just, if I just believe, is that, is that simple? Like, what is that? Oh, it's, so, it's the, it's the accountability. Right. Right. Oh, snap. That's exactly what it is, because anytime that somebody doesn't want to believe that they can do something it's so that they can give themselves an excuse uh, and and they can accept when they fail. Boom. That's it. That's it, man. Oh, man. Straight straight up. If you you think about it, that's what it boils down to every time they want to want to easy out. You know, my belief system is so strong, dude, that I own every single time I fall short. I know it's me. We've been talking about setting this up, dude. Every time we talk about why we haven't set this up before, we 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 flat we flat out say it's us. <laughs> oh, know, we, it's absolutely us. It's absolutely us. <laughs> you know, we we don't we don't lean on. Well, man, it would have been great if my job didn't hold me. No, man, no, we didn't make it. They a have nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's it, yo. So I'm gonna share with you. Look at this. I found it. So I don't know if you can see. It's backwards. It. But my number one strength. <laughs> 
is belief, bro. That's my number one strength. And then re- the second is woo, which means winning others over. Wow. Ideation, maximizer, and positivity. Look at come that, bro. On. And there's so many others that people used to people used to come to me, like my old bosses and stuff. Oh, you need strategy. Strategy needs to be in the top five. Otherwise, you can never be an exec. Come yeah, on, right. man. Yeah, right. Hey, you ain't got belief. No, I know. He's now, like, you ain't got belief, so you can never be an exec. You know, most important part. You're missing I, I the had, most important part. I had one, you know, and, I had one lady told me that I'll never amount to anything because of that. Wow. Because that's all I that's all I rely on. And I'm like, I'm like, hmm. But that's but that's the most important Look thing. Look at me now. <laughs> right, right. See, that's, that's <laughs> but you know what? Again, that that is that is you getting your light. That is your light being shined, right? Your, your light switch has been shined and, and, and you're telling you the forces of good, our creator is telling you in the moment that you're on the right track. You can expect, you have to expect the forces of evil to come right behind that and try to knock you off it every single time, bro. Every time. And it's to you're the right, point bro. now. You're right. It's to, yeah, it's to the point right. now, like, I know I'm on the right track when I get opposition. That's how I know. If there's no opposition, I'm not on the right track. I oh, know that. Word. Like, Word. Like, wait a second. Yeah. Like, 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 this is this yep. is too easy. This isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is Satan. this is Satan's track, <laughs> right? Because Satan his makes because he he makes it he makes it taste real nice until you get to the end and figure out you're not where you want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm telling you, bro. We can make a whole episode about that. I'm oh, <laughs> we're gonna have to. So, just so everybody knows, like, this is gonna be, you know, we're. When we start saying that we're going to be effing things up, like we're going to get uh, you, you'll see us throughout the week, like kind of hop on to our Instagram. So we'll be doing some reels. Right. Like it'll be more of like content like this where we're just going back and forth on things. But um, we you know, we really want to provide that value and we want to provide it in a very like organized and strategic way. So we'll be we'll be covering those different items and those different topics each week on Friday when we meet on our podcast. So if you're listening in or if you're watching us now, like just know that moving forward, we're going to, you know, we'll be inviting some very key people that are going to be part of the process into the whole mix, um, you know, uh, experts in their in their fields and in their industries or on the topic that we're discussing. So we're, we're going to just all we're going to do is provide a platforms for everybody to showcase their 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 ability to impact you guys, the listeners, the watchers. Um, and, and that's all we're going to do. Right. And occasionally throw you guys a great idea that you can go run off and make millions of it. And we just ask for, you know, 0.5% each of us. So, and, and we're good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we'll give you the idea. You make millions and we make a you know, hundred thousand. That's good. We straight. Like, I'm good. I, I'm not greedy. Like, just throw me, throw me a hundred K. Like, bands will make sure a that. dance. And I'll, you know. <laughs> the, 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 on the serious tip, the funny, the, some, of, some of the greatest successes I have, man is the ones that I don't even get acknowledgement for. And, you know, it's weird because, again, five, Nate five years ago would never have said anything like that. I would say, man, if I, if I put it out there, you better darn well give me my respect, right? But what, what I've learned is, man, the only respect that I really want and the only acknowledgement I want is, is from my creator, you know? And, oh, and my, my creator, my creator doesn't, doesn't, he doesn't put it on Facebook. My, my creator doesn't Ooh. send a text message. My creator doesn't, oh. even, doesn't even, sometimes he doesn't even want me to have 5%, bro. And I'm okay with that, right? But at the end of the day, when it's my time for judgment, there are no redos, right? So did yeah. you live for the right reason? 
you know, were you, did you have the right intention? And I can honestly say for most of the time, no, like I could say that about myself. Right. But the best thing about our creator is that dude, if you truly repent and if you truly get yourself moving in the right direction, all is forgiven because that's what, that's why Jesus died for our sins, dude, because he yep. knows that we're broken. He knew that he knew that, you know, yep. and he knows, he knows how the devil works. We just talked about it. Right. Like I've taken the path to say, man, that feels great, man. Woo, I got all the money. I'm great. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. To only find at the end of that tunnel is emptiness, you know, yep. and, and, and to be void and, and to feel like all of this is for nothing. Or we talked about my son's first year of life, dude, made my first hundred thousand dollars and ended up finding out that I was trying to be on the wrong team. Well, I got my team at home. I'm on the wrong team. And yep. when I left that team, yep. they bashed me, <laughs> you know, yep. you know, like. Something so your something your real team would never do. They would never do, bro. So you're you're gonna take those traps and that's okay. But I really feel like at the end of the day, as long as you start aligning the right way, you know, that that's all that matters. And I really feel like the abundance is truly on the other side. You know, I, I just had this conversation with my wife and we were talking about fitness goals. And I told her, I said, you know, the I said, you know, your success, your greatest successes on the other side of your greatest fears and your greatest obstacles. What the mm. devil does is when we're on the right track, when we're on the right track, they put up these roadblocks. He puts up these roadblocks, these obstacles that will knock you off. that are going to test you just like, just like happened to Job, you know, cause, cause God allows that to happen, you know, and it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's to make you ready to receive what you're asking for. So if you're not willing to go through your fears, right? Fear not, fear not, fear not. If you're not ready to go through your fears, then you're not ready for what you're asking for. And if you are ready to go through your fears, man, then that's where success is, right? So, so you well, have you, to go you know, through all this. It, it's, it, you know, it, it, man, just to piggyback off that, fear is honestly just a lack of belief. True. And that's True. why they instill fear because they know yep. that they can instill, instill fear then you can never operate by your maximum belief, right? Because if you truly believe in who God is and you understand who he is and what he's going to do for you and how he loves you, like you won't, you won't fear. Like when this whole co- co- this COVID thing happened, I didn't fear at all. Right. I didn't fear. Like at the end of the day, I know who I know whose life my life is in his palm. Right. Like, and he's the one who says and declares whether I stay or I go, not right. a virus. You know what I'm saying? So like when you fear, it's because you truly don't know who God is and people aren't real with themselves about that. They fear because they don't know who God is and they think that they're the only ones in control of their outcomes. 100% dude. And and you know what? And they do it so well. And that's why I always say, man, and I I love our relationship. (laughs) Dude, they do. And I love our relationship, dude. And I love, I love the friends that I have in my life that I can be honest with, man. And I never present myself as somebody that I'm not, bro. But you know, so many times the world has got me, even with COVID, man, when it first happened, you know, for the, they got every single angle, right? It's like, I take oh, care of myself. I, I, I take care of myself pretty well, but what if you kill your mother on accident, you know, or, or what about your, yeah, your, your, yeah, you know, your, your yeah, father, what about, your, yeah. what about your grandparents? So you, you might not even have any symptoms at all. You might be perfect and you'll go around them and then you'll kill them. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm locked in the house for almost, <laughs> almost, almost, dude, it took about a year, but you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm so thankful for that time because in that time period, I completely reconnected with my family. I became a person that I wasn't before. Um, I released yeah. all of my all of my outside holds. I don't have them anymore. And if people don't understand, like, why don't you care anymore? 
why can't why can't I threaten you with money? Because 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 I don't care. I don't care about your threats. I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to be good yeah. regardless. And that would have never happened had that whole situation never happened. But more importantly, dude, yeah, my faith, my faith increased tenfold to the point now where I have no fear of the virus. dude. I have none. I have none. I don't I don't even I don't even watch news. I haven't even watched news since like August of 2020. I don't watch any news. I don't I, I couldn't tell you what's going on in the world. Unless one of my friends showed me, like sent me an article, <laughs> and, I read, and I and I read it that way, I don't watch yeah. it because I don't because I don't even believe it anymore. I, I don't believe that. I don't I don't put my trust in that because I know that the propaganda is positioned a certain way to have me think a certain way. Yeah, I don't even if, Come if, on, if, if I don't bro. even if I don't even hear the propaganda, then that can't even penetrate my mindset, bro. So why why even put myself in that situation? <laughs> they ain't ready. They ain't ready. So I, so they ain't I don't. Ready. I don't. I don't even put myself in that situation, bro. Because I tell you what regardless of who's telling you this, and this is something that my father told me, man, my father was a minister as well. And this is one of the, the biggest things and one of the realest things he ever told me. He said, anything touched by man is tainted. You have to understand that, you know, cause we're imperfect, we're imperfect beings. There's no perfect man. So anything man touches is tainted. So regardless of which angle it is, right? They're, they're telling it to you with a certain narrative. So you believe a certain way, doesn't matter. And you just choose what you want to align with. You want to align this way, you want to align that way but it's all probably lies. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So once I realized, once I realized that and I seen it firsthand, I was over it. I'm, 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 I'm done with that programming. I don't subscribe yep. to that anymore, man. Yeah. hundred percent. I clicked the unsubscribe button. Bro. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, you swipe left, right? Swipe left. I see news. I see news articles come up. I'm like, I read the title. Nope. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, a surge i don't I don't even know anything about a surge i don't nothing about a surge and, and, and you know thankfully the surge hasn't hit me dude i, I don't nothing yeah. about it though yeah you yeah i thought it was, i thought it was that mountain dew that came out it kind of looked like mountain dew you remember that it was like a cheap version they call surge yeah. right <laughs> i don't know if it, but it was a little a little mountain it looked like mountain dew it was like a fake mountain dew it was called right, surge i need to go with a little energy bolt on it yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> That's the only surge I know. <laughs> like... yeah. That's it. That's it, bro. For real. Oh, man. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Uh, and, you know, people are going to, uh, you know, it, the thing is, is that people want to be almost controlled, right? Like, they almost want that. Here's my lovely wife here. You can show yourself, babe. We're creating a, no? Okay. She came to bring me some spaghetti. She know, gains, baby, gains. Thanks, you got to get the games. You got to get the games. <laughs> um, it's like, but they it's almost like they want to be controlled, right? It's like they want right. someone because we have such a herd mentality. Like we right. want people to guide us. It's and it's it, whether even if it's into the slaughter, it's like guide us somewhere. It's like right. even if it's into the slaughter, like <laughs> and that's well, exactly you, what's you, you just you you just said it, man. It's like they want to be controlled because they want to give up responsibility, right? And we, whoa, talk, we, we just talked we just whoa. talked about that earlier. We talked oh about it earlier gosh, because, bro, because bonks, if, 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 if I if if I if I'm in charge and I make the choice and something goes wrong, then it's my fault. But if Jeremy told me to do it, it's Jeremy's hey, fault. Man. That, <laughs> boy, ain't that the truth? That <laughs> you know happens I mean? all the time. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Like they, they want to give up responsibility, man. But see, I want I want the responsibility. Yeah. I really I really do. You know, right. I, I had a. I had this, I had this, 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 this revelation and it hit me back from my childhood. And I shared this with my friend, I'll share it on our podcast. Um, but it's so true. You see, my father was a minister. My father was also a medical doctor. And I used to ask my dad all the time growing up, I would say, dad, you know, 
how can you believe what you believe, but you're a doctor? Like, you know, you, you know, you know how things really work. Like, why are we talking about all this theoretical stuff? And my dad would say, man, listen, let me teach you a very important lesson. He said, there's no difference between theology and science. He said, let me explain. He said, theology is man's understanding of what can't be understood, put into words where there is no intricate need to describe God's work because it's the miraculous and we can just accept it at that level, that grandeur level. And that's what it is because that's how it really works. And he said, all sciences, all sciences is man's best guess at trying to understand in words that we can comprehend how God's miraculous actions actually work. He said, but there's really no difference. You're looking at it at a higher level and you're looking at man's guessing it and putting it in words that we can understand so we can feel more comfortable about it, but it's the same exact thing. And I said, okay. So I said, so what you're saying is, is that doctors are just guessing. Yes, the doctors are just guessing. And that's exactly what's happening today. Why is it that a doctor can tell a patient they're terminally ill and the terminally ill patient lives and then they say it's miraculous? Well, it is miraculous, but it's also the fact that the doctor was wrong because the doctor is a yeah. man just like yeah. us. Yeah. He's just guessing. The only difference well, that, between that's his why guess it's called is a practice. scientific guess. <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. That's They're why it's called guessing. a practice. It's like, hey, come Dude. visit me at my practice, right? Dude. Like we're helping them yes. practice. That's bro. That's that's all we're doing. So it just it trips me out when everybody goes crazy about you know they just said this about COVID this week, but next week they're saying something different. I said, man, they've been guessing our whole lives. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Dude, they're, they're literally just guessing. And we, because we need to, again, not be in control and give the control to somebody else. We pretend like they're godlike and they have the infinite answers, but they don't have the infinite answers. They're guessing just like us, man. They're guessing just like us. So, <laughs> of course, of, of course, they're wrong. If you ask me, I would be wrong, too. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to explain God's work and I can't explain that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we can only explain it's funny because uh, like when when Jesus says that he's the way, the truth and life, like that word uh, uh, truth in, in its original language actually means reality. So he's basically saying I am the reality. And then the additional words also say that everything was made through him, by him, for him and for his glory. So you think like he is reality, like he encompasses reality. So everything that we experience has been made through him and by him and right. it's like it but it's all encompassed in his being right. so we are looking at everything else that he created when we can just look at him because he embodies everything right <laughs> dude i'm telling you man i'm telling you man man it's good Hold stuff on. man so so can we can we put this into like an audio because this could be our first podcast honestly yeah yeah, I'm gonna da- I'm gonna download it, man. Like I was gonna ask, actually, say I need to I need to wrap this one up because I need to go get the uh, I need to get the kids some food. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Let me let yeah. I'm gonna download it, dude. Let's let's put it into an auto and let's let's put it out there. Let's put it out there tonight. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. We'll be like figuring now. it out. We'll be figuring it out along the way. But that's what it's all about. So, and everybody else can join us on that journey, which is great. Absolutely, man. Well, this is this has definitely been great, man. I hope that uh, those that are listening have, have got some value out of it. I know I did. You know, one of the one of the best parts about sharing information, at least from my perspective, the selfish perspective, is that it re it, re-defi- it re- redefines in my mind what I, what I need to be thinking about in my focus. You know what I mean? 
So if yeah. it can just get one person, I, and that's my thing, like literally, if I could just inspire one person per day, then, then God willing, man, I'll be fulfilled, dude. That's my goal. Yeah. Amen. Amen, bro. All right. Well, uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. Let's download this thing, you know, throw a little thumbnail or some music in the background. I don't know, like whatever. Right. Fiverr.com, y'all. What's up? We'll get it going, man, because we effing stuff <laughs> up, bro. We effing stuff <laughs> up. <laughs> oh. Come on, bro. You're making me look bad. I'm going I'm to go do some curls real quick. Hold on. <laughs> Hey, I'll go do some curls I keep my. I, it's funny, yo. I saw you real quick. I saw you like doing workouts while you work, bro. I do the same exact thing. <laughs> Did you remember when I was in the insurance chair and I had my dumbbell? Yeah. And I was just doing presses while I was making calls. Like, dude, that's honestly dude, I do that. a lot of my workout routine just relies on me doing a little bit all day. Right. Like I just 100%. do a little bit all day. Dude, hundred percent. I keep I keep all this stuff by my desk. Got some bands. Hit, yep. hit a couple presses, yep. you know? Yep. I got my, you know, bands right here. So I'm going to do my like external rotations. I'm going to do some, some lat flaw, uh, 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 delt raises, all that. Like, dude, it's tricep. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> let's get it, bro. Let's get it. What's well, the next time, bro? Let me close this one out real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Let's stuff up. Same 